Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. I'm Charlie Wright. Today is February 13th, 2015, and we're pleased to be talking with Mark Cook of Mark D. Cook's Trader Advisory. Mark's talking to us from their world headquarters in East Sparta, just out of Canton, Ohio. Mark, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Well, thank you very much, Charlie, for having me. I appreciate it. So, Mark, I've got to tell you, you're the first one that we have interviewed on this show that uh, on their website, they're sitting on a tractor here. Well, I just thought everybody had to do that. That's my moniker and everything. But I know you being out in California, you probably don't even know what a tractor looks like. So it's kind of unique, and I get that from Chicago and New York also. Well, I, I can believe it here. So, Mark, give us some of your background, how it is that you came from being raised on a tractor to become uh, an investment, a trading advisor here. Okay, well, I haven't changed. I'm still on a tractor, so nothing's changed from, from initially and everything, but I added on my moniker to, to be an advisor here recently. Well, my background, Charlie, I, I do live on farms outside East Sparta, Ohio, and always have been interested in trading. My grandfather actually was a commodity trader, so I guess I came by it genetically. I've been doing it for 38 years. Maybe one of these years I'll get it right, but still trying anyway. And we do trading. That's basically what we do as an overall viewpoint uh, of a lot of different, I guess you'd say, investment vehicles overall. Our specialty we do is the S&P 500 futures. I've been trading that for a long time. And uh, we do a lot of uh, teaching of people that want to trade professionally, uh, have traded for a while. Maybe we can tweak them a little bit to, to learn how to trade. Uh, my background, Charlie, I started out, I, I learned how to trade, as I said, from my grandfather. was always very interested in And then 1986, I think, is when the light bulb went out because I always tell people the first five years that I traded, I was very consistent. I lost money every year. So then I thought, you know, maybe I better turn this around here because I got these losses mounted. Well, I discovered an indicator in 1986 uh, off the New York Stock Exchange tick. And I started, and I'm kind of a mathematician, so I started compounding it. And I noticed as the market moved upward, the New York Stock Exchange tick would expand and have more plus ticks. In other words, more plus prints on the New York Stock Exchange tape. And as the market went down, conversely, it would go the other way and have more minuses. Well, that started me to where I became uh, progressively plus over the years. In uh, 1992, I won the U.S. Investing Championship, and because of that, and it was published in Barron's and some other periodical around the country, and Barron's picked me up, and I started writing commentary for them. So I did that for five years, and uh, and I wrote a lot about farm scenes and things like that. Uh, I always talked about coming from East Sparta, Ohio, the Wall Street of Ohio and everything, and East Sparta has about 700 people if you count all the dogs and cats, so we're really in a big metropolitan area. Yeah, you are here. So uh, tell us, Mark, uh, about your strategy of investing. 
you say you, you follow these ticks. So first of all, do you invest only in futures on the S&P 500? Do you invest in commodities? Do you invest in stocks? Do you invest in fixed income? Yes. Okay. All on the futures market? No. What, what I do, Charlie, basically I'll do some long-term in- investing that I'll have situations where I'm in an investment vehicle for a long period of time. Our, our forte, what I've known, uh, been known for a lot, has been I do the S&P 500 futures, and I day trade that. So basically in and out, I completed, and to the sidelines at night. I don't hold any overnight positions at all. Uh, I was fortunate enough that there was a book written by a gentleman by the name of Jack Swagger called Stock Market Wizards, and I was included in there as a profile as the S&P trader. So that was a documented thing where he went through nine years' worth of my my trading on my own brokerage statement that I provided for him, which made the cut, so to speak, uh, against other gentlemen and ladies that were looked at. And so I was included as the, my forte or strength was trading that particular investment vehicle. And what I do is a lot of investment advice toward market directions, and that comes from my CCT, which I humbly named after myself, the Cook Cumulative Tick. So tell us about the Cook Cumulative Tick, the CCT here, Mark. Well, what it involves, it measures volume uh, in one direction or the other. In other words, buying volume or selling volume. And I compile it day by day, and I keep a cumulative of it. That's why the cumulative is part of the name. And what I've noticed over the years, I I discovered this in 1986, so I've been using it for 29 years now. And the situation surrounding it is that as the market expands and prices move up and you have a rally, for example, the tick will expand. In other words, it will have more plus than minus. And conversely, when the market's going down, you have more minus and plus. But the very interesting thing here now is, and I've only seen it three other times in my trading career, 1987, 2000, and 2008. So here we are in 2015. I'm getting the same readings. Well, we all know in 1987 what happened, 2000 what happened, and 2008. So we're getting the same situation here, which is very alarming to me. It's really signaling that uh, the downside is going to be pretty much imminent to go down, and it's also going to be a very, very expanded, prolonged contraction that could be very detrimental. That is certainly not good news here, Mark, but we appreciate uh, the prognosis here. About how long has your signal, out of curiosity, how long has it been so negative like that? Uh, actually, this is the longest period. In other words, the worst readings that I've had that have exceeded those other three years that I look at. And those other years, just to recap for some of your your listeners that uh, are not familiar with those particular times, both 2008 into 2009, the market lost 50%. Same thing between 2000 and 2003, the market lost 50%. Now that's on the S&Ps. And in 1987, lost approximately 35% of its value from the top to the bottom in regard to that. Being worse now in regard to the indicator than those three previous events, just do the math here, we're looking at something probably 35 to 50% or even greater than that. Now, it's not like it's going to crash overnight. This will probably take a little bit of time. It might take weeks, months, or even years, but once we hit this pinnacle, which I think we're experiencing now, and we start south, 
it, it's going to be not only devastating but prolonged. Well, uh, I, nothing personal, Mark. I hope you're wrong. That definitely would not be good for uh, people's retirement plans and people's investments and the like. But being a realist is always uh, the first step towards success in any endeavor. And uh, so we appreciate uh, your input on that. Would you tell us a little more about your, your investment strategy? Are, are they are they all totally focused on the Cook accumulative tick? or are they focused on other things as well? Well, there's various things that I do. I guess my indicator that I use is more of an environment. So it's establishing in your mind the mindset of what the particular atmosphere or mood is in the market at a particular time, and that environment can persist, as I said, for a longer period of time. But when we get very, very overbought, as, as we are now in a lot of the indices, then the downside is the path of least resistance. Now, I do different time horizons, Charlie, so I'm looking at a very, very short period of time, as I said, with the day trading, uh, which can be minute by minute or, or hour by hour, to out an elongated period of time that, excuse me, that could accomplish uh, months or, or even years. So it tells both of it, and as I said, it's a cumulative nature, so I look at it and and it's just like any trend line would be. Well, the trend line now on my CCT indicator is headed south. In other words, it's already in a bear market. I see. Okay. And what kind of environments are uh, has the CCT been less accurate in, in judging that environment? Well, it's an indicator that uh, only shows extremes, Charlie. So... Uh, when you say less accurate, it, it's probably that it's less consequential in other environments. In other words, when the market's not extremely overbought or extremely oversold, it really is nothing. It's a non-event or whatever, and it shows neutrality or equilibrium. So it's really not something that you can use for an environment at that. But once it gets into a situation of when pressure is established as it is now, then it's very consequential for the near term. I see. So what do you use when the market is neither overbought nor oversold? Basically, some other things that I look at is uh, resistance support areas, basically. And uh, I do a lot with algorithmic trading, not per se that I use a computer in regard to that for programs, but I can, I'm can. i an old-fashioned tape reader, Charlie, which perhaps some of your listeners don't even know what that is, but I, I watch the market action and I determine where the buying and the selling is. And I do this in, in a short microcosm of time. So if I think the buying is, is letting up, uh, that means that it can contract or recoil for a short period of time. Uh, same thing if I think the selling is abating, then it can bounce from that particular spot in time. Mark, we, we appreciate that input. Let us uh, take a short break here, and we'll be right back. And we're listening to Mark Cook of Mark D. Cook's Trading Advisory Services out of Ohio. And you're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. 
So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. All right, back to Charlie and his guest. Thank you, Paul. You're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. And we're talking with Mark Cook of Mark D. Cook Trader Service out of East Sparta, Ohio. So, Mark, you are a day trader for much of your trading, and that's typically, or at least often, on the S&P 500 on the futures market. But you also trade other markets, and you do this for yourself, and you also have clients. Is that pretty accurate here? Yeah, that that's correct. I, we actually have... Uh, offer three different services. I do an advisory service and have for 25 years now, which I circulate each day, twice a day. I send it out in the early morning, and then I send out one in the afternoon that people can trade off of. I'm giving market direction, what I think for that particular day. I give them an intermediate section, which could be weeks or months in advance. We also do mentoring, too, Charlie, where people come and actually trade with me, and I show them what they need to do. I, I, I'm big on trading personalities. If a person wants to be successful trading, they have to realize their own personal uh, personality that they have, their strengths and weaknesses, and I try to personify their strengths and subdue their weaknesses and teach them what they need to do to be successful. I enjoy that because I get to meet a lot of people, and incidentally, a lot of the people that come to me out here are from Southern California. I've met a lot of people from around Orange County. I've even had people as far away as Australia that have come here, and I teach them what I know and how to go about trading and all the years that I've traded. I see. And so, uh, Mark, do you also uh, have an advisory service where you manage money for investors? Well, what I do, uh, yes, I we manage money for people that don't want to do it themselves, but we do it on a private scope, not as a pool like a mutual fund or a hedge fund or wherever where one size fits all. For example, Charlie, if you would come to me and you say, you know, I have a million dollars that I I really need somebody to help me with or you can manage it as a discretionary basis, I would lay out a plan for you. And I, and I do this for other individuals that want to manage their own money, for example. I'll do a business trading plan that I structure. It's very involved. There's 26 different points I look at. And I would say, okay, here's your your uh, your risk parameters. Here's your profit objectives you look at. This is what you feel your tolerance levels are. I mean, in regard to drawdowns, for example, or loss structure, and what you're looking for as what would be a suitable profit to you based on what the risk is. So yes, we do that as well. Well, we've got to hand it to you, uh, Mark. You must have a strong constitution here, because trading is definitely not for the uh, faint at heart. Uh, we all know that, and uh, that you've been able to do it all these years and that you teach other people and that you apparently enjoy it you're a rare breed well thank you i appreciate that i right now i just wrote a book called prepare now and survive the coming bear market you'd mentioned before that probably a lot of people don't want to hear that but what i found you know 
tell you a story. In 2000, I actually spoke in New York City at a traders' conference, and I got up at that particular time. I said, get out of the stock market now. You're going to get killed. And, of course, after that period of time, within literally months, the market came down and really eroded 50% over the next two to three years. I had two dozen people walked out of my session at that time, so I understand where you're coming from. A lot of people don't want to hear this, but I'll throw something out to you. I'm kind of known for this, that during bear markets, that's when I excel, because you have greater volatility during that time, which gives you greater opportunities. But people don't understand of what to do that as the market goes down, there's an opportunity to make money, and markets go down three times faster than they go up. Right, right. We all know that. But what, one of the challenges here, Mark, and respond to this if you would, is uh, you know the old saying that uh, prognosticators have, have uh, or, or bear prognosticators have predicted 14 of the last two bear markets. That yes, they always say uh, they predicted a particular bear market, but how about the ones that they predicted that didn't occur? Has that happened to you also? Well, I think that's very good. I, I guess, you know, it's, it's the old adage, and you've heard this before, what's the difference between a recession and depression? Well, a recession uh, is if you are in a situation where your neighbor loses their job, a depression is when you're in a situation where you lose your job. So the situation of a correction, you know, people want to talk about, well, how bad can it be? Well, it's a crash. But markets systematically have corrections, and, and some of them are not... Uh, very fatal or terminal or even injurious to a person, but they invariably happen over a period of time. Right now, we've gone over 36 months, over three full years here without even a 10% correction. Over the course of history, going back decades, it's ordinary that you get a 10% correction once a year, sometimes twice a year, or definitely uh, once to twice over two years. So for this extended period of time, the probabilities of that coming off are great. Yes, and, and as, we, as we have seen before also, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market of 20% loss or more, except our current decade. So no question about it. Uh, we're, we're in position. We're in line for that. But, you know, uh, several pe- many people have been saying that for some period of time now, and the market has continued to go up. So tell us, Mark, uh, in regards to um, your strategies, what keeps you awake at night? Well, I have two cats that sleep with me, and it depends on, you know, if they lay on top of me wherever they scratch me or, you know, they purr too loud or they meow too loud. That generally keeps me awake, but aside from that, very little. Really? So are there any particular vulnerabilities that you have found that uh, your CCT or other indicators uh, make you vulnerable to? Basically, I I have traded 38 years, so I'm very... uh, knowledgeable of risk and, and how it operates. And, and remember, as I mentioned earlier, on my day trading or whatever, I'm closed out at the end of the day and on the sidelines or whatever, so I'm flat each night. And, and that's where I do the majority of my, I guess you would say, enthusiastic or, or liquid trading. Uh, yes, I have investments on that I look at, and, and that's the atmosphere. For example, now, you know, I, I will add and systematically add 
to uh, ETFs, for example, to the short side or anything in, in regard to that, because I, I believe over the period of time that we're in now, at any time it could come, I use the, the situation we're in now, this environment, like a vacant warehouse that has been abandoned and no one's in there, and there's a natural gas line that goes into that and has not been shut off. It develops a gas leak, so there's natural gas that's leaking out into this facility, but no one's in there. The more and more gas that leaks out, the greater the danger is, but no one knows the danger until someone goes in there, lights a match, and kaboom. And the situation we're in now in the environment is that the natural gas has been leaking for quite a while. So this might take a catalyst, Charlie, to pull this market off, but... Uh, uh, and it will, you know, and as I said there, when I did that in 2000, that was at a bullish <laughs> traders conference, and of course I was known as the, the bearish person, and I'm not this way all the time. In 2009, we had all our advisory people in regard to that to load back up because situation had come off adversely, as we all know now. So there were some bargains that you could get into in regard to buying stock or going long indices or going long in a mutual fund and in regard to that. But the cycles now have become more abrupt uh, than what we had, and also some of them are even more elongated. So it's just the cycle, the way things happen. And Federal Reserve, obviously, has, has played a gargantuous role in this market being able to maintain here for as long, which I think is kind of bad. If they would have let up on the accelerator, you know, a year ago or 15 months ago or, or whatever and not done so much QE, the market would have, as a free market will do, corrected some, and then it could work its way back up. They, it's another bubble creation. Well, you and the Wall Street Journal have uh, certainly agreed on that one for years here. So tell us, Mark, uh, in regards to books on investing, what book on investing would you recommend for our listeners? I think one that's kind of a universal Bible that you can read and, and is a very old book. It's called Reminiscences of a Stock Operator. And this was written, guys, about 100 years ago. And it tells about cycles in, in regard to one trader's life. And it's supposed to be kind of a fictitious rendering, but it's based on someone who isn't even basically mentioned in there, but we know who it was. And regarded. But the, the things that are in the book are very apropos to now. So it's a very easy read, and it's something that, uh, written at the time it was, it's not a sales-type book because somebody's trying to sell in the current environment now. It's something that I, all the people that I mentor and that I advise or whatever, I recommend that they read this book so they can understand the psychology of a bear market, the psychology of a bull market, and how emotions really determine uh, the difference between a successful investor or trader or one that's unsuccessful. Okay, well, thank you, Mark. We appreciate that. And that's a book that we have not had anyone mention before. So if people want to find you, Mark, how can they do that other than uh, showing up on your farm at East Sparta, Ohio? Okay, well, my website is Mark D. Cook, so it's M-A-R-K-D-C-O-O-K dot com. 
and uh, there will be a picture of me on the tractor there, so you'll recognize me, and that that'll differentiate me from another website that maybe a person is not sitting on a tractor. So that's the way you can tell apart. We have uh, some YouTube things on there, uh, also some information of I've been writing for a long time, as I mentioned. I wrote for Barron's for a while and written other articles in regard for other magazines, and uh, so there'll be information. Uh, on that site that I think will familiarize you uh, with a little bit of, of what I do. But I really want to help people. That's why I wrote that book, Prepare Now and Survive the Coming Bear Market. I don't want to be known as someone that's you know crying bear in an environment and scare people. I want to help people that, if I am correct or even correct to a small degree, that we do go down in this market, people can make money, and also I can help some people. So they're, as you mentioned before, Charlie, I don't want to see people's retirement account get decimated because they didn't have any preparation or they didn't take any precautions in regard to it. Okay, well, thank you, Mark. Well, we have to hand it to you. You're certainly a brave man to take on trading, especially day trading, and uh, congratulations for for your 38 years in the business and uh, still in the farming business. And if anybody has any questions they'd like to raise with us in regards to Mark D. Cook Trader Advisory Service, uh, please uh, contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio.com. So, Mark, thank you very much for joining us today. We appreciate it. We've been listening to Mark Cook of Mark D. Cook's Trader Service out of East Sparta, Ohio. And this is Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. Thank you very much for being with us today. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. 